everyone. So you're filming yourself maybe for the first time. You're taking your meetings online or you're working with clients online. Maybe it's for the first time and you're not totally sure how do you navigate this and um, how do you use a camera? And I don't mean turning it on, I mean connecting with the people on the other side of the camera. So I'm gonna give you five top tips for using video to either reach your team, your clients, your customers, your participants, your audience. All right, here we go. Tip number one, look at the camera. When we have a camera on the laptop, on the computer or a webcam, look at the light that is on. So then you're connecting with the people that are watching this video later on. So if you're using a phone, look at the very top so that when you're filming yourself, you are connecting with people when they're watching this video after the fact. So that's tip number one, look at the camera. And I'm going to show two pictures here of one when I'm looking at the camera and the other when I'm looking at myself or the other person I'm speaking to on the screen because we're used to making eye contact. But eye contact online is a little bit different so that you still get that connection that you're looking for. All right, so that was tip number one. Tip number two, when you're running an online meeting or running an online workshop, learning experience, or just touching base with your team, if it's more than one person, or even if you're just talking to one person, don't skip over that initial introductions, welcome, roundtable touching base. Now, yes, you might have to put on a little timer um, because some people might really need to be, be talking about how they're feeling, but it's important not to skip that. That is so important to making connections and then being able to communicate and understand each other. So if you're working on a problem, you will reach that solution in a lot faster time frame if you already are connecting with each other, if you understand where, we're where each other's coming from, what's happening, what's their context. It gives a little bit more relief, taking a deep breath and being real, that we're all in this real context and that you're making real connections with each other before you're moving on to the learning experience itself. Even if you are running a training, you can ask a question at the beginning for each person of what they're looking to learn that, that session, that one hour, hour and a half, or that morning. And you can be connecting with where people are coming from. That helps any facilitator trainer also know of where people are at, what do they already know, what are they there for, and making sure that the content and information is connecting with the person. Those introductions also just really give that breather, that coming into the space. Instead of people still in their own heads, they're still thinking about all those things if they're not getting it out and feeling drawn in and connected with everybody. So tip number two is definitely don't skip the intros. Make sure you include that round table way of connecting with each other and don't skip, give time for that. And that can also include an icebreaker activity. And yes, those are possible online. 
I will connect uh, the video that I, or very early days video on this channel about icebreakers as well. So tip number three, acknowledge that people are dealing with a lot right now um, and that you're there to help and serve. Be honest and real of the context of where people are coming from. That's part of the don't skip the round table, but as a facilitator, as a leader, even though we wanna to get to the agenda and make sure you do have this in the agenda, that you have allotted intentional space to just hone in on the people that you are there to serve and help and support that you acknowledge the reality of the situation. Tip number four, learn in bite-sized pieces. So just like this video is going to be around 10 minutes and I'm going to be sharing little snippets each point on social media, one at a time. The, the blog that's attached, the audio podcast, if you're listening to it in that form, it is in a little bit of time, so even though we're talking about five points, it's manageable to absorb and then also put into action. So learn in bite-sized pieces and create your content in bite-sized pieces, especially when you're taking it online. Tip number five, apply what you learned right away, as quickly as possible. So when you, even if you just take one of the five points today, make sure you take at least one and implement it. We learn and remember what we're learning if we're creating spaces and being intentional about using that knowledge as quickly as possible and putting it into action. So when you're creating a learning experience, make sure that you have a call to action at the end. And so this is also your call to action, to put into place one of these five tips in the next meeting that you're running or facilitating a learning experience. Thanks for watching. My name is Patricia Regeer with Regeer Educational Services. I hope you have a light bulb learning moment today and that you're able to reach and engage your audience, whether it's online or in person. And I appreciate you watching this. If this is of value to you, like it, subscribe, share, and comment what types of videos you'd be interested in. Thanks again, and until next time, I hope you are safe and well.